let's get started. I'm Joe. I'm Brian, and we are Where's the Rulebook Podcast. We're going to bring you a weekly board game podcast for your lunch break, daily commute, or any other time of the day. For season two, we are changing the format. Instead of focusing on one game and going over the rules to play it, we will have a theme or specific game. We'll discuss our opinions, any cool features, some rulings, and any other thoughts that may come up. And because of popular demand throughout last season, we're going to start ranking the games that we talk about. But we have created a custom scale. We didn't want to do a 1 to 10 or anything. So we have our highest being leave it on the table to the lowest being a hard pass. But we'll go over all five options uh, every week we talk about them. And so recently we decided that we're also going to answer our questions. Um, So last week for Everdell, we asked what your favorite season was. You still can respond. We still see them and everything. Um, but we are going to answer it so you guys know ours. And so since I've talked already this whole time, I'm going to say, Joe, what is your favorite season? Fall. Fall? Easy. Okay. Uh, I think I'm a hoodie person. Fall is brisk, so I can wear hoodies and jeans. Yeah. And I, I, it's just it's cool enough where I'm comfortable, but not so cold that I'm like freezing it's not sweating. 12 degrees like it is today oh my god <laughs> i mean it's actually fine we're from the midwest yeah. so this is nothing now because we're used to it but like in fall you have it's all the best stuff yep i love donuts i do love don't I, I love fall donuts i don't love fall donuts. pumpkin donuts yeah, are pumpkin amazing <laughs> and there's some really good farms out here that make yeah. really good pumpkin donuts i love cinnamon donuts i'm not a big apple cider person but i like, I like apple cider I, I like the smell yeah. of everything I love the holidays. I love the colors. I love Halloween. I love Thanksgiving. I love Halloween, Thanksgiving. The whole thing, man. It's it's a it's a, it's a yeah. banger. Fall, I would definitely say is my favorite season. I mean, I love summer in general, especially oh, here. Hot. I don't, it's not too <laughs> hot here, so that's why like I don't okay, I do enough. not want summer in Florida or in <laughs> Texas or anything like that. Summer here, like it's it's like it's not super warm, but summer here is always just so busy for yeah. us. Like there's family and friends and you know fairs and carnivals and yeah. concerts and stuff so it's always crazy and so like fall people start you know kids are back in school so like you can actually like go out and like do things so like i would say just be different late summer early fall <laughs> um, different a little different uh, we are very similar so it's not surprising that we had similar favorite season but i feel all the same reasons i just like Everything is still like the sun is still up. Like yep. it's, it's still like you know the sun is out for us at like nine o'clock. Still, yep. stores are still open in our little town, but we don't have thousands of extra people either, which is nice. Because <laughs> now it's like oh, it's six o'clock. Every restaurant's closed. So I guess we're gonna make dinner tonight. <laughs> so it definitely is. Come winter, it's harder for us. But all right, and for today's game, we're going right in the middle of summer, even though it's snowing and end of January. Um, straight into summer here, we are rad. I think rad's the right word to use here. We are rad skateboarders trying to impress everyone around us. Apparently, we have a crew of rad skateboarders, I should say. And there's a local competition. We're trying to, I guess, become a pro skater. We are doing this competition, doing some sick tricks. And no, we're not playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater, even though it feels like we are. Uh, We are uh, playing Skate Summer from Pandasaurus Games. This is one that I actually kickstarted as soon as I saw it. 
because I thought this is Tony Hawk on a board game and I love Tony Hawk and I love board games even more. So this is perfect. So I kickstarted it as soon as I saw it on Kickstarter and I'm not mad about this at all. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the end. You tried to get us to play this several times. How long ago did you kickstart it? So this is the one game that I talked about a while back. So this game, they had this game at Gen Con last year, but I didn't have my Kickstarter game yet. It wasn't even shipped yet. <laughs> so that was the one game. I don't know if you remember early in the season, we talked about how I kickstarted this game and like did like the platinum one or whatever it was. And then people that didn't kickstart it got it before me at a con at a Gen Con thing that I didn't go to. And I was like, really? Like, ship the game to us. Like, we paid for this in the beginning. It's the same thing with Vernet. Yeah, same thing with Vernet. So like that was the one. I didn't say the name back then because I don't want to throw him under the bus, but we'll do it now. And it's just like, come on. Send at least at least have it in the mail. Like, even if I didn't get it, put it in the mail. I got it like probably two months after Gen Con. I was like, I could have drove six hours and picked it up myself. But instead, I got it like two months later. So I got this mid-summer 2022. Would and you say it was a mid-skate summer? It was, yeah, definitely mid-skate summer um, if I was a skater. Uh, I am not a skater um, at all, which funny story I'll dive straight into is I actually... So when my wife and I both worked downtown in our town that we live in, uh, we were driving one car and carpooling because why would we drive two? I was like, I'm going to get a longboard to go back and forth because it was like six or seven blocks probably this? when yeah i know you yeah oh yeah you knew me so i was gonna get a longboard did you get a longboard i didn't get a longboard so i <laughs> went to the store to buy a longboard you got the scooter i got the scooter <laughs> so i realized i at that time i was like a 34 year old man probably and i was like do i want a longboard six to eight blocks like every day like tw twice some days like i'd go back to her location and so I was like thinking about it. Like they were a couple hundred bucks, nothing crazy. As I was leaving, there was a scooter store. And I was like, that seems sweet. So I got a scooter instead. <laughs> Best decision I've ever made, not getting a longboard, I think. And that scooter was, all, I rode it all over work. Like I remember going, like riding into the CEO's office on the scooter. Yeah. It was so cool. People at first were like, really? A scooter? And then like everyone, like multiple people, one of our other friends got a scooter. And then someone got hurt on the scooter, not at work. And then it got taken away. And that was like one of the worst days ever. Cause then I had to walk places again. Like I literally, I was like supporting the CEO and I would like scooter into his office. And like, I remember HR saying it was fine. He like laughed and he was like, what is this? I'm like, we want to be more like Google. <laughs> like Google has scooters. And it was so cool. It was a, that was a fun summer for sure. That was probably one of the best summers at that job. It's just fun. Like we all, you would like take the scooter and like go to like the storage rooms and like come back and like we would like leave the scooter at random places because we had to like carry stuff and we couldn't scooter and carry monitors or whatever it was. But it was awesome. At the time, I was like, "Oh, this is sweet. It's like a longboard, but I have a handle. <laughs> I don't have to worry about falling." <laughs> like I can just imagine, I get a longboard and like a week later, I break my wrist because I fell in a pothole or something. Like <laughs> riding to work. <laughs> I uh, I don't we, have enough coordination to skateboard. I was say, were you ever a skateboarder? Which is ironic because I snowboard. Yeah, you snowboard. That's I kind of assumed you would have been a skateboarder at quite, least growing up. Quite often, I'm proficient at it. Like I, yeah, okay. I don't do crazy tricks or nothing, but I can you know 
confidently go down <laughs> the medium slopes. Yeah. I had a friend who was actually a sponsored skateboarder and a sponsored snowboarder when we were growing up, um, which I, don't, I think I've told you that's why I ride Goofy. He was a lefty. And so that was his normal, and he taught me how to do everything. So I just rode the same way he did. It's so weird. And I just and I ride goofy still because that's the way I learned. But I never was. I tried skateboarding. I could do like an ollie back in the day. I don't think I could now. I definitely never could do a kickflip or anything. I was more of a biker and a, I, I did snowboard, but I was never. I was probably wasn't. I wouldn't even. I've never seen you snowboard, but I would say I'm not as good as you. <laughs> I, again, I don't do tricks or nothing. Yeah. Like, I just go fast. It was last winter. I was like, I think I'm going to start skiing. I've never skied before, ever. N- even as a kid. Never skied. Pizza, french fry. And, yeah, I love pizzas, and I love french fries, and together <laughs> that sounds even better. And I was thinking, like, I snowboard, like, once, maybe twice a year. And I feel like the first half the day, I'm, like, trying to, like... Remember? Remember, like, how to get on and off the chair lifts without being an idiot. Balance. And, like... Like, all the balance, and, like, my legs are just so tired. Because <laughs> I don't go enough, so it's, like, I'm always, like... And I'm thinking, like, I see friends who, like, go just as much as I do, and they jump on their ski, and they just, like, do-do-do-do-do-do, and they just, like, <laughs> ski around. I'm, like, oh, God. I'm, like, up on the top trying to, like, do my step-in binding again and, like, trying to get my toe in the right spot and step down on the K2 click-ins or whatever I have that sure. was super cool in, like, the 90s. <laughs> but, no, uh, as far as skating goes, I wasn't that cool. Yeah, the, I, I wasn't. The like, most, I did have a longboard for a while. Not but. even that. The most rad thing I think I did was like rollerblade hockey. <laughs> I was an aggressive inliner. So I went to the skate park with my inline skates. <laughs> had like the grinding spots like in between like the... You've seen the uh, Pup and Suds on Disney, the Disney Channel, right? Team sure. Pup and Suds. I don't, that sure doesn't make me sound like you've seen it. It's like a Disney, I don't know what you're talking the about. The Disney movie with... Uh, did you watch Disney movies growing up? Uh, I mean, yes, but I don't remember any skating ones. Yeah, there remember was like one. Rocket Power or whatever that cartoon was. I'm, I'm looking it up right now because I don't. I'm drawing a blank, and if that it wasn't that wasn't the name of the show, the movie. I don't think maybe it was Cool Runnings. No, that's <laughs> Jamaican bobsledding. Their sponsorship was like a dog bathing, like a mobile dog bathing place. So they were like Team Pup and Suds because that was the name of like the store. Pretty sure you're thinking of Dumb and Dumb. His name was Brink. I remember that. Oh, the oh the show was called Brink. So it was called Brink. And he's like this. Like the video game that no one bought? I didn't know it was a video game. Maybe. He was this like super cool like 90s kid with like bleach blonde hair. He lived in oh, California and they had all these friends. There was like a big pro skating group in the show that like wanted him to skate for him. But it was like a sellout. He didn't want to, but he needed the money. Because, you know, as Classic. a 14-year-old, you apparently need money for something. It was such a good movie. And then like, he went to the pro team, but he was trying to do both for a while. But that aggressive inlining I had some K2 fat boys. So I had my grinding pegs in between my wheels. And Man, there were... I'm, I'm just... I'm having flashbacks. There was, like, the bowling Disney Channel uh, movie. Mm-hmm. There was the snowboarding one yep. that was also surfing. Yeah. Uh... She's Johnny like, Tsunami? Yeah. Yep. Holy crap. Where did that come from? <laughs> there were so many good Disney movies. And not like what you see today as Disney movies. Like these were oh, like these are just movies. Disney Channel movies were yeah. so good. We're not rollerblading in this one or longboarding or snowboarding. We are skating. We are skateboarding. And this is, it's not a video game turned into a board game, but 
it is. This is Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Like, yeah. it feels, it looks, not even, that doesn't look, it feels like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. They definitely tried to make a Tony Hawk Pro Skating board game without using Tony Hawk's name, <laughs> in my opinion. So there's a video game called Sunset Radio, which is, it's an older game that everyone praises and they want. It's like a game where it's very rollerblade. If you look it up, it's very rollerblade, skateboarding. You're doing tricks around the city, but you're also like spray painting. And it's like to music and beats. Uh, oh, yeah. You probably have seen it because it's it's very highly rated and people always wanted a sequel. And I guess like never, I, I don't know enough about it. This game looks like that it does look like that i forgot about that game and then they do they did like a mobile game similar to that too for a little while that you were like i don't know like jet set or something and it was jet like set radio yeah I, I feel like it was like made by maybe the same people maybe jet set radio i don't remember enough of it is it called sunset radio the actual game the i don't think so it looks like sunset radio yeah jet set radio video game okay so, so that's jet set radio is the yeah video game. Uh, but the point is that color that look that design looks like the board game it really does yeah that it looks more like that for sure than it does for like because it, it's it's rad colors yeah you got these high like these high pinks and blues and purples and everything's so bright and vibrant it's like yeah. 80s in a way it's like in the 90s trying to be 80s is what it feels like exactly because like, it's not like if you think 80s this is not what you think of but like sure. in the 90s this is what you would think 80s look like uh which works for this it does i like it a lot i think the aesthetic's beautiful i like how everything the only qualm i have with the game is like the ramps that... yeah there's three types of tricks so, so there's ramps rails and bars ba uh, no that's rails oh street so oh, yeah, ramp, yeah, yeah. street, and rails, and they're they are hard to see. They're color coordinated. Red, they are blue and yellow, but they are hard to see on the map. I feel like it's because the map is a big hexagon, and it is divided up with tiny hexagons. <laughs> and it's hard to explain, but it works. I love the map. They're layout. a big hexagon with tiny hexagons with circles. <laughs> Getting, we'll get to that later. But I like how it's. Even though it has all these different symbols and these different marks, I like how it's also an actual city. Yeah, I like that it also doesn't have, it's not like, you don't place the hexagon tiles. Like, yeah. even though they're hexagon, like, the board doesn't change. Nope. And I think that's kind of cool. Uh, the bonuses, which are the circles he was talking about, do change. Yeah. It's, it's random. But every one of these has a little symbol on it denoting, like, what kind of trick it is, yep. which will talk about how to do the tricks but i like the map i yeah. think it's great that it's an actual city and the pieces make sense on where it's at yeah and it's cool because like part of the game is you have to like move so after you do your trick like you have a move phase like, and, like tony you, hawk yeah you're like moving to the next you know the next trick and then this this is set as like a big competition so it's like you are moving in between like trying to you know show how good you are on all three types of tricks with the skate with the rails the ramps and the streets tricks pelican park yeah that's pelican park the... ironically that's pretty much the whole game is you doing tricks you're balancing to stay on the board and doing combos yeah and i think we'll talk about before we even talk about the game much more we both think it's 
a pretty, I'll be as cheesy as possible, a pretty rad way to decide who goes first. <laughs> so the game actually decides the person who's done the most rad thing late last, late, last does the goes first. So they're the first player, which for two middle age, mid thirties, I guess we're not middle age yet. Are we? Are we middle age? Mid thirties is. I feel like middle age must be like mid forties, like mid forties into the fifties. I don't know. All well, right, we're we're young. Uh, we're we're, not, we're older than young adults. Yeah, we're not young adults either. All so right, we're, we're mid thirties. We're old. We don't do a lot of rad things. So uh, we both we both said, "What's the last, what's what's the last rad thing you did today?" As like, I shoveled my driveway. <laughs> yeah, today neither one of us did anything <laughs> rad. That when we first played this, my rad, I won the rad thing because i stayed up to 4 a.m playing video games yeah i was like wow <laughs> which was like a normal thing when we were Kid. 15 <laughs> i was like oh that's pretty rad yeah that was as rad as i stayed up until 4 a.m playing video games let's see what's the actual rad last thing i did i did the war uh the crisis protocol tournament yeah that's probably rad rad is that rad i guess i would call it rad i don't know if the kids call it do the kids say rad I feel like they don't say, they say I don't fire. Think what rad is. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've ever heard any middle schoolers. Say I've rad. heard fire is a big one. Oh my gosh! Can I tell you all these new words? So, <laughs> a friend of ours has four kids, uh, and I talk to him frequently, so I get to hear all of the lingo. <laughs> and apparently, no cap. Yep, is very popular. I've heard no cap quite a bit, which is like, uh, like we used to say like that's legit. Yeah. Like yeah, that that that's no cap. Fire, yeah, fire. Slaps. Fire's yeah, slaps is slaps came out after fire. I feel like, which is weird to me, because like that slaps, like oh that's cool. You don't say cool anymore. It's no, not cool. There's a uh, oh, there's another one too, and I forgot it. I hated it. What was it? Oh, I don't, I don't remember now. But the point is. Yeah, the minute you start questioning it is the minute you're like, oh, I'm old now. So this is a like a push your luck. This is the definition. Yeah, this of is push definitely your push luck. your luck. There's not really like, there's some hand management a little bit, like Barely. deciding. And I think it counts. Like you have to decide what tricks you're gonna play from your hand. You also can discard some tricks. I know I tried to do that to beat you the last time, and didn't work out for me. But you did win because we we did win. I did win. But not the way I thought I was going to win. Like, I remember I had, like, my skills on rail and street, like, maxed out. And I had two ramp cards in my hand. So I'm like, I don't want these because I don't get as many points for them. So I discarded them to draw new ones. I drew all ramp cards on the new one. I was like, dang it. So then I just, but then I ended up winning because of bonus points that we didn't do correctly. But I'll take a win with an asterisk. It's still a win. Uh, so the game, as far as setup goes, I would say the setup of this game is really easy, except for your player board. This is a pretty complicated player board. That's It's laid out really well. Yeah. It, yeah, the player board is definitely the hardest part for sure. And it's not even hard. It just has a lot of pieces. So let's let's talk about the board first. The board looks it, like a skateboard for the most part, yeah. like when it's fully built, <laughs> which is kind of cool. You have uh, like 18 pieces. <laughs> you have a skill tree, which just has... You know, you put your cubes. In, yeah, you put your cube for each. In the one. You have a little sheet that goes next to it that makes the other part of the board that tells you what 
amount of points you need to use to, to upgrade level up that your skill. skill. I didn't realize that they were different. We don't. We just noticed that today when we were doing the recording. Because you flip them over. Because I was thinking, like, I know, they took the other half, and I remember you asking, like, why, like, the other half of the board has, like, your skater's, like, picture and name. Yeah, it makes sense. And you're like, why do they take that off of the board? Because they're, they're color-coded, so, like, that skater always goes with this board. But when you flip it over, it's the monster. Yeah, board. it's the other version of them, but it also fits into the box without having to make the box bigger. That's why they took it off, and so it fits into a normal box. And you're like, oh, that makes sense. And then at the time, I was like, why did the skill tree thing come off? I didn't realize it was different on the backside. I didn't either. Because it's, it's only off by one number. Yeah. But there is a hard and easy side. Yeah. Uh, the same thing's true. Like you said, the other side is a another piece you put on. It just has a picture of your character. Yep. There are and there five are characters. Five, ten characters, technically. Okay, well, there's yeah. five. Five colors. Five colors. And when you flip it over, there are, like, the monster versions. Are they all monster versions on the other side? I, didn't, uh, I, guess I, didn't I know most of them were, but I guess I didn't realize they I all saw, were. like, an alligator dude. Yeah, I guess they, all, they really all are. Yeah, they're all... They don't matter. Nope. It's just different cool aesthetics. Yeah, wise. you choose your name and that's pretty much it. Like you still are the blue skater. Yep. If you I have the Kickstarter version, so I have like actual minifigs for each which are really person, good which are minifigs. cool. Except the one I had didn't stand up, which I think is just kind of a an issue with that one. Like I don't think it's a like he fell over all the time, which is kind of annoying. So I used the meeple for him last time. But yeah, the, the skater name doesn't matter, the color doesn't matter at all. The, the, nope. They don't have different skills. They don't start with different tricks, which nope. now that I'm saying that out loud, I wish they did. Like, I don't. With Tony Hawk, like, you would pick your skater and, like, you knew. Different stats. Yeah, you, like, you had an ability to get to his special or, like, he was better on rails or she was better in the air. So I wish, like, maybe, like, the skaters just, like, depending on what color you were, like, you would just change your skill tree one or something. But maybe not because there's not enough of them. We both maxed out our skill tree, so... <laughs> It wasn't like we, we cheated a little, but we did cheat a little <laughs> bit. But I think we still would have maxed out our skill tree. You do every I mean, as long as you don't bail. Yeah, every turn you get to go up one. Yep. Uh, now that we're on the left and right side, let's start at the bottom. <laughs> the bottom has a couple places for your special tricks, yep. which you have the opportunity to get later. Yeah, yeah. You start with the ability to have two. Well, you don't start with any, but one of them is completely blocked. Yep. And so you can have two special tricks, and then later you can eventually get a third one. But then you have these skulls with a laser that go across left <laughs> and right. Laser. It, it's not a laser. It's, it's like just, fire, I think. It's just vibrant. Yeah. And it just represents like if you hit this point, you just fall off. You, yep. you, you wipe out. Yeah. And Which they call it bail, which we talked about. Like We don't feel like it's a bail. I feel like it's a wipeout or a crash, but they refer to it as bail in the book. But And then at the very top, we have on the left uh, left side a hand size. Mm -hmm. which is it starts with five yep there's a token that goes on the board which you can upgrade to seven yep and on the right side you have uh landing bonuses which starts with one yep. and then you can upgrade to two yep and then <laughs> you have your special when you get a special trick arrow yep. yeah that tell you like how many combos you have to play to unlock a special to track. unlock it but yeah. there's left or right balancing that you yep. can do and then you have the word skater spelt out, yep. which are all blacked out. And then you just can put yeah. check marks if you unlock the words. Kind of like if you ever played Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Uh, it's, you have to get Kong. Yeah. Or, well, yeah, it's just like Tony Hawk 2 and you had to collect the word skate. You're right. There was a word <laughs> Tony Hawk. But you had to do skate. It wasn't skater. It was skate. Well, they probably Hawk. couldn't use the word skate. Yeah. It's copyright. And it's called, oh, and it's called Skate Summer. So it was, I think it may, is it skater? But the, you, you keep calling it Skater World. 
It is called Skate Summer. Yeah. And I keep calling it Skater World. Which, I mean, you have to get skater, so I understand why you think skater for sure. And Uh, when you get that, just like, I mean, you just have to, you move your character and you get to the ass. You can get them in any order. It doesn't matter. And you get like a bonus when you get to them. Yeah. If you get all of them, you get a massive. Yeah, you get uh, a big point bonus at the end. That's it. But uh, that's the setup. The main board is all set up when you get it you just have to take there's a whole bunch of tokens with little symbols yeah that look like um, there's bells spray cans and crates yep and then you just put the circles on there there's ones that have four icons you put them on the bottom and there's ones that have two icons you put it on top yep so there's two tokens in every circle and if you flip them over they just have bonuses yeah and you just randomly they don't like you, you the crates and stuff you just put in one of the circles it doesn't matter yep. like what what it is uh and those end up just being bonuses yeah. at the end which we'll talk about but that's that's the setup most of it is literally in front of you the board itself is done and then you draw five tricks yep and you put your guys in the center and the game starts so whoever was rad would go first yeah and the game literally because it's push your luck you start with you trick yep you put your trick in the you center do, yeah one trick per time uh and this is the part that i think is interesting is because the way the balancing works and the push your luck it you can play cards going left or right yeah which you try to balance you try yourself. to balance yourself but there's a whole aspect that doesn't matter which way you're going right that also can hit you which i think is is cool because it's not just you balancing yourself because like you still have the dice roll part which we haven't talked about yet which yep. can throw you either direction it doesn't matter if you're going right it might throw you left and you never know and that's really the only thing the first player does so everyone is playing one trick at a time unless they've chosen to land yep. um which we will talk about in a second so you play one trick everyone shows the trick that they're playing they decide which way they're going with it and then you roll the dice pretty much and that's the one player's job the first player's job is rolling that dice and it switches every round um and you roll the one clear dice that has the plus or minus and that just is telling you which way to go so the plus is towards the right and the minus is towards the left yep on the balance board on the balance and there's little icons on them so you know and they're also color coded with the same as the little laser color on the bottom so you roll that one and that tells you which direction your balance is going to move and then you roll the i guess they're balanced dice i don't know but they have like little lightning bolts and that's if you roll the lightning bolt you move that many spots yep um so you might roll nothing um you always roll a direction there's no blanks on the direction one but there are blanks on the lightning bolt balance dice so you might not move at all you might move multiple um and every time you do a trick you add a dice to that pool yep so the first trick, there's one dice and the ba- and the direction, and there's two dice, three dice, until until everyone decides to either bail or land. Well, that's that, and that's where the push your luck comes into play. Yeah. Because you play your card, you roll a die, and when you play your card, it tells you on the bottom. Well, the card itself is colored, which just lets you tell you where to move later. But when you play your card, the bottom has on the left and the right arrows. Yep telling you how Some, yeah. far to move your balance how far out. to move or if you get bonuses so there's some arrows that are on fire and you get fire tokens and then there's other arrows that might include the spray cans or the yeah. crates or whatever 
and then you get those tokens, which you'll, will you use later too. But the the flame tokens are like the most valuable thing in this game. It's yeah. your currency, basically. Pretty much, your yeah. Gold. Which I feel like I wish there is a manual token, which we haven't talked about yet. Everyone does start, I think, with one. With one. Um, so you, you grab one of those for your yourself, but I feel like the manual should be the most valuable. But I just because I'm used to Tony Hawk, but. <laughs> But yeah, the flame token is your currency. That's what, what you're spending to upgrade your skill tree. Yep. It's what you spend. But that uh, that in itself is how you play the tricks part. Yep. You, you play your trick. You decide which way you're going to go. The first one you play in the middle of the board. And then afterwards you play on either side. That would tell you which telling way Telling you which going. way. Because you actually like cover up part of the card or whatever. Um, and you can go both ways. So it's not like you, once you start going left, you like can't no. go right. Like you you can you know then switch to a right trick or whatever so if we look at the board as it stands uh you really can only go four on each direction before you bail yeah and some of them have one arrow some have two some have three yeah so and you only have three safe spots one yeah. way in the beginning before you unlock your extra spots there but so the push your luck can be Quite drastic in the very first turn if you play a card that you go you know two in one direction you're safe even if you roll a lightning bolt you only move one more move one. yeah but if you go like three and you roll that lightning bolt uh, i did that one of the one of the rounds yeah. that we played is like i'm gonna go three because like what are the I, odds? I have a 50 50 chance i'm not gonna go that direction and then i think it's roughly a 50 50 i think it's a higher it is higher so four out of six so yep. Um, a little bit higher chance to roll that you actually go that way. So I'm like, I'm going to take that risk and go you three. Barely. And sure enough, I don't remember if it was you or I who rolled it, and we rolled that same direction. One lightning bolt, and I fell on the first track. <laughs> but that's uh, that's that's it. And then every time you play another trick, if you decide to keep going, yep. it's another dice. Yeah, roll. once you roll the dice, if you haven't cr bailed, you can choose, do I want to keep going or do I want to land? And it's incremental. Yep. So, like, it adds a dice. So now you're rolling three, then four, then yep. five. That's the combos part. Once you decided, let's say you wanted to get out first, you're like, okay, you know what? I, I am I'm done. I don't want to push my luck. Because if you bail, there is a big negative. Yeah. You don't get a free skill. Yep. So, yeah, as long as you land your trick, you get a free skill. And do you get that right away? I actually don't know. Yeah, it's in like the second phase. So the first phase of the turns is the combos. And then the next thing is the up upgrading. Oh, yep. It's the first thing you do when you land it. Yeah. And then you eventually then do your movement is the last thing of each round, each turn. But when you when you land, you get, to, you get your skill. And you can do any three. It doesn't matter. Even if you play all red cards or blue cards or whatever, you can move up any of the skills. It doesn't matter. It does determine how many points you yes. get. Yes. Because the little skill tree starts at one, then it goes to two, three, four, five. Yep. And that number is important because if you played like let's say three blues, you probably want to upgrade your blue. Yeah, you get that's the number of points you get per blue card so, as you land. Right. So if you upgrade, if you have a bunch of blue cards and you decide to upgrade your yellow for whatever reason, you you might only get one point for all those blue cards, even though you had three of them. Yeah. So that, I mean that's the difference between like three points and six points. Yeah. Uh, and that's just a free one. You also can, is it flame? You spend flames, right? Yeah, you spend flames. So you can spend flames to upgrade it also at this point. So you get one free one if you land, 
and then if you spend flames you can upgrade so from one to two is my furry and then the next one costs three flame tokens i can upgrade it again and then four and five yeah as well as landing or bailing if you do bail you get to put your little uh guy on this little bonus track yep yeah the bonus track has you know potentially up to five spots because this game is playable up to five players uh you block off two of them if you're playing with three or less so yep. if you play one two or three you only have three options but and uh you get a free manual they're all good you get two fire or you get a random uh yeah. goods token yeah. the four and five player one is definitely the best of them because you get like a manual and flame or two it's like incentives to yeah to bail early yeah to land early it's that push you luck like do you want to keep going to add another trick which is more points and potentially more flames or more tokens more or do you land yeah, more movement or do you land to get you know the bonus and then if you don't land you potentially so on your first trick if you do bail you pretty much don't get anything you don't have any movement unless you decide to use your special which we haven't talked about um but like let's say i'm three tricks in and i decide to push my luck again and play another card and then the dice doesn't roll in my favor you don't get the free bonus because you fell, but you still get to play off those three cards before the one that you bailed on. The last card you played. You take the last card off. You don't get the free bonus. You still do the the leaving the the trick bonus track. Yep. Um, so you do still get some movement and some other. You still get some points because you did three tricks. You just didn't land the fourth one or whatever. So it's not like you don't get nothing if you bail you still got points for you just get less so you, you yeah. still can get some stuff for the other items so it's not like really so like when you think of combo for like tony hawk it's like one continuous trick yeah and that's how i thought about this the whole time it really isn't that no it's like i'm putting together my my two minute run and i did you know these three tricks during my two minute run and then i fell on that last trick or whatever instead but you, of but like in tony hawk if you landed it you got a big bonus yeah which is would be the skill and the, yep. the fact that you got the extra one. But that that in itself is now landing. And then finally, the last thing you do is you move. So Did we cover all of the upgrade and points, right? So you land, you get your free trick if you landed. Yep. You you get the bonus for being done. Yep. And then you do you score you score at that point too right you score them immediately yeah yeah so once you once everyone you know once you've landed you count up your point so if i played you know one blue card and one yellow card i look at my skill tree and say okay i got two points for the yellow one point for the blue that's three points total and then then that's the end of that phase so phase two of your turn is that landing or bailing and then scoring and you can that's the phase that you decide to use your flame to yep. upgrade to so you get the one free one if you land maybe i spent you know three more to upgrade it again but don't spend all your flames yeah because they become very valuable in the next and last part of this phase which is the move Mo phase. movement phase yeah all of these hexagons on this board like we alluded to earlier have little symbols for the the, the grinding the yeah. streets the ramps and they're all color coordinated so the uh, the rails are yellow so if you played any yellow tricks that's important the blues are ramps and the reds are streets you can only go to the spots 
you if have you have the card that you play. And you can go to them in any order. So if you played three cards, it doesn't matter if you play the blue one first. Right. As long as you have a blue and a yellow, like you can go to the yellow first if you if you needed to. You basically spend your tricks yeah. to move. Yep. And then this is where the manual is great. Yeah. It's a free move. It's a free move at any time. So you can do it at the beginning. We had to look that up because you wanted to move and then use your cards because you didn't have... Oh, you wait. were kind of stuck into a corner. But you can use it anytime. So you wanted to move first and then use your cards. So yeah, you can use your manual anytime. And you just get one free movement space. And then you can play your cards. Yep. And you don't have to move. So if I had a blue card and I don't want to move there for whatever reason, you don't have to move it. You can stay where you are if you, if you choose to. Yep. And then the good tokens that are on the board, like we yeah, said earlier, the circles, the only thing that's actually on the board, they have symbols that... On the top there are two, and when you take off that token, the next token has four. Has four, yeah. And those are those those three options: the bells, the crates, and the uh, uh, spray cans. Yeah. When you land on that space, you can spend fire tokens, the flame tokens, for the number of symbols that are on the top. Yep. So there's two. You spend two. If there's the four, you spend four. You get that many goods. Yeah. But more important, which is that's the part we really messed up. We didn't give us the goods. We didn't give us the, that's the, that's a, yeah because I I missed out on a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we cheated a little bit too, which we'll talk about later too. But yeah, you get those goods because you spent two flames to get you know whatever the two crates or two whatever. And then you flip it over and you do whatever it says. They're all good. I don't yeah, they're no bad ones. There's no bad ones. They're all fantastic. There's some that are better in my opinion, but. You might just get two points, or maybe you get a free trick, a special trick card, or... I thought there'd be, like, a cheat sheet, and there really isn't. No, there really isn't. It, there's a quick reference in the back of the rule book, but, like, it doesn't really talk about... It only... I mean, the quick reference only goes over the... The turn. The turn, and then, like, the, the upgrade. Yeah, so every letter, like, in that skater that we talked about, has icons, and the quick reference talks about all those icons. But not on the goods. So we, we just kind of... Most of them are either pretty clear like this one just says two points so you get two points and then the other ones the ones that we didn't know what they meant we just looked at the letter that had that and then looked at the quick reference for the r and it yeah. says you get a special trick and you go oh, okay so you get a special trick card or a skill up yeah or you get an extra space for your balance yeah the, the s and the t which is weird that they're not the s and the r because it's first and the last um you i guess because that's they're next to each other skate yeah, um, <laughs> it goes around the. Board. You get either the you clear that spot on your player board so you can go one more trick to the left or to the right if you get to the S or the T. They're all good. Yeah, and then you get is it ten bonus points? You get For to all of them. All of them, I think it's ten. Yeah, I think it's ten bonus points at the end of the game if you get to all if you get all the letters revealed. But yeah, they're they're good. And I feel like the icons, even though they don't have a a good reference sheet, they're pretty straightforward what they are. Like there, I don't think there was any. There was a few that we were like, "Oh, what does that mean?" And we just had to look at the letter quick. But it's it's not too complicated. No. I kind of wish there was a reference for each symbol. Yeah, but eh, there could not, have been. It's not like it's game breaking. We figured it out pretty much within a minute. Yeah, um, we did. We mentioned quickly about like the arrows on the cards. Um, so some of the arrows are on fire, and if you go that way you get fire tokens based on that number of arrows. That's how you can get fire tokens. I don't know if we said that. Yep. Um, and then some of them have icons and you get those too. The only reason why icons really matter. So if you get the bells and the spray cans, 
um, or the crates. At the end of the game, whoever has the most of them gets eight bonus points. Whoever has the second most gets four bonus points. So you don't spend the crates later in the game for anything, uh, but you just get points at the end. And the game, the length and how long this game goes just depends on whoever gets, uh, what is it, 50, 75, or 100? 50 and 70, 75 is a normal game. 50 they classify as a short, and I think 90 okay, is, like is the full as what they... Long game. Long game, yeah. So like a full game, they say play to 75, um, and then I think the long game, they say play to 90. The scoreboard goes to 100, but you can go past it. I like think. anything. Yeah. We played to 50. It was fast. It was very fast. And we played two players uh, when we played this. We're actually going to play it in a little bit, I think, with three players for the first time. Uh, but we played with two. We've only had to play with two. And 50 was definitely fast. I think if you had three or four players, maybe five, like 50 might not feel as fast because all the tokens are getting grabbed up by multiple people. Yeah. And like those are all points. And like you got some like four point tokens like pretty quick. And I mean, that's. A lot of well, points when you only put it 50. Let's, let's talk about how we cheated. We didn't cheat. We just didn't know how to play. <laughs> we, we, okay. So here's a really good advice. The two tokens. Read going, the rule book. Read the rule book. <laughs> listen to this podcast. The, the two token marker goes on top of the four yep. <laughs> on the board. So all these little circles that we said they're in these. Uh, yeah. These little hexagon grid make sure the two is on top of the four yep. and you pay the flames depending on the symbols yeah so the book tells you to randomly place them out i missed the fact that you're supposed to stack the four and the two on top of each other yep and then it says you pay two so when we played we only ever had the four out and the we twos were, were off to the side and we were like what are these even used for yep and we were only paying two because the book like the next example is paying two for the top one yep. but like I, we missed that which really uh, expedited the game yeah so like we both upgraded our skill tree all the way fairly quickly because like a lot of the fours are free yeah. skills which are great and point like four points of two points so playing to 50 went very quick when we were getting 15 points easily per trick <laughs> so we we definitely played quickly and part two is you get that good yeah if there's one two or four I say one because that's the trick cards the have trick one. Trick cards have yeah. one. You get that. I don't know if good. any of the tricks have more than one. I think they all have one, but maybe they do. It's possible. Whatever's on the trick card, you get it. If you go that, if you go that way. Yep. So if you go left and the card, the card has something on the right, you don't get that bonus. So you get that good, which is very important because you know eight or four bonus points is a lot of bonus points. Yeah, especially in a game of fifty. That's why I won technically. Because I had no goods. Because you didn't. You had like two or something, or or maybe you had none. And you were playing cards. They gave it to you. Yeah. So and I didn't know why. I was just like playing them. I didn't like. I wasn't doing it on purpose. And then I got, you know, twenty four points at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and when you played a fifty, I wasn't winning. You got to fifty first, and you were dominating at to fifty. I was probably only at, you know, low twenties. And you. By and then I got 24 bonus points and then the rest of the scoring and then I was like, oh, I won. <laughs> but yeah, playing the 50 definitely was short. I don't rec I don't think I'd recommend 50 points. Maybe for your first game. Maybe to just balancing. to get used to it. But like, I feel like I we hardly got into the special tricks. And maybe that's because we had extra points being awarded. Yeah. Like we didn't get into a lot of special tricks. So like we didn't get to see a lot of the, the special. Well, All the, the special tricks are a lot of the twos give you special tricks. Yeah, I've noticed. I did notice that. So, 
and then like special tricks are great. Yeah, they either like you could like you had one that you did play that saved you. It was like you get to skip the uh, the dice roll phase. Yeah, like that. Like, okay, sweet. That's my fourth card. I don't have to roll the four dice. Sweet. Or like some of them are times two for every yellow card you score. Yep. And some of them are all three types of tricks too on the specials. I don't think any pick. of the basics. So you get to pick when you're scoring or moving. You get to pick color and you don't have to be the same it says so if you pick yellow for score you can then move to blue if yep. you want to and when the best thing about most of the specials is you don't you can move left or right yep and as many up up to three up to yeah you can move anywhere from one to three i know with yours it was a skip your roll phase so it didn't really matter uh, but you moved all three because it has three arrows on it but it has like a little it's where i messed up yeah it has a little star because you get to choose and the reason why you would want to choose three is like if I'm all the way to the right or close to the right, maybe I want to go three to the left and try to get myself back in the middle. You kind of want to stay in that neutral, yeah. balanced area. That's the game. You go to you go to the max points, so fifty or seventy-five or ninety. Yeah, and sco- everyone is scoring at the same time. So once you hit fifty, you just don't do the end. You don't do the next phase. So then you just score your points up, and then you. Unlike a game like Everdale, though, if you bail early and someone's still doing tricks, you just sit there. Yeah, you do just. And I don't think we ever sat more than like one more card, maybe two at the very that one time I bail on the very first one. You might have played two. Yeah. Uh, but when especially when we play with two players, it was like you already had such a bonus because you had two cards played. Like, do I even risk going for another one? Like, my competitor isn't doing tricks anymore. Like, do I need to pull out? Well, that's the thing is like. I love the game so much because the risk reward, even if you bail early, like even let's say you land your trick or unfortunately bail, you still get the bonus of the landing tree. Yeah. So if you bail, you just don't get the free skill. You don't get the skill, but you still get your cards. Most of them. Yeah. The last one, whatever the card you bailed on, you don't get. And you still get to get like, okay, well, let's say I didn't get enough cards, so I want to move. I'll get a manual. Yeah. Or like, oh, man, I played a lot of stuff. I'm going to take the fire so I can get more tokens. Yeah. Yeah. It's balanced. For some, just, it still has like the Tony Hawk vibe in my mind that like I'm doing some crazy trick. I'm coming down, you know, perpendicular to the ground. And the only thing, (laughs) only thing you're thinking is manual, manual, manual. And like, if you happen to hit the combo button, right, the up down or whatever it was on Tony Hawk, and you like happen to get to a manual, even though you're coming like sideways, you manual and you get to continue your trick. That's that in my mind. That's why I want the manual token to be better. <laughs> I mean, it's but also it makes a sense. Board game. It, it makes sense <laughs> that it doesn't do anything better. But like the manual, like that's how you did. That's how I got so many bonus points in Tony Hawk was because that manual. Like coming down at a weird angle and like manualing off the wall or something to get <laughs> the combo and it was yeah, but I don't think it doesn't it doesn't need to change by any means. It's just in my mind, I wish the manual was like I could spend it to maybe re-roll some of the dice or something. Maybe you spend two to re-roll and you get to choose. You want to re-roll the the movement dice or the direction dice and you get to choose one of them or something. So I wish there was something like that, but he doesn't need it. I just, I, I just like manuals. So I wish they were better. <laughs> what, what are some of your thoughts about the quality? I think the quality is really good. I feel like the cards are great. 
they're standard like the mini size so if you if you sleeve them like these ones are super easy to get sleeves for they feel nice they're not huge on your board mm -hmm. i don't i don't love holding on to those mini cards myself but like i understand why they're not full size cards i think the tokens are nice like they're just nice cardboard easy to find easy to put out I like that the fours and twos are different shapes. The player, the board itself is awesome. Like the matte finish. It's not a circle. It folds up nice into it the board. It folds up real nice. Um, so like it's not huge by any means. And then it folds down into the quarters for the, for the box. So the box is standard box size for board games. That normal, you know, 12 inch by 12 inch by, you know, three or whatever the normal size is. The, the board is awesome. The tokens, because I have the Kickstarter version, like the flame tokens are like nice plastic. Like acrylic. Instead of the cheap uh, cardboard one. So like really nice tokens there, but that's a, a bonus for the Kickstarter. The meeples are Kickstarter bonus also. I, I don't care one way or the other about those really. Like I think they're nice, but like they don't matter to me. It adds a good... It adds some rare... But like I feel like the player board doesn't feel as nice as the rest of it like my skateboard like i don't know like it's it's the same cardboard obviously but like it, because it's so much bigger like it just feels a little bit cheaper and because there's so many things you have to like put around it i feel like i know we were talking about i wish there was like a dial like a slider or something yeah, that's or, my only thing was a lot of we, before we before we started maybe we talked about it I don't think we have yet. Not on, we we talked about it, but not not recording. I wish, and he, the problem is with the player board, which I agree. Out of all of this, this is the weakest, and it's not bad. It's not bad by just any the means. I wish that a lot of these were slides or dials. Yeah, and they do like you started seeing this probably like a year or so ago that the token fits into the cardboard spot, which is a really of, nice. A lot of games have been doing the last few years, but. A lot of the other games have it's like a two layer a back so like the piece like technically the piece could fall through uh, not that you're picking this up but like the piece could stay on the table as you pick this up but I, my, and that would help with the the thickness of it and like it would feel more sturdy if they did a double layer if they did a double layer it would also help with a lot of the the t like all the placements of all the stuff yeah if this mat was you don't have to make it that much bigger no it would be maybe an inch extra yeah, like even if it's a quarter inch on each side or something. Just to, just somewhere to put all of these tokens, yeah. especially the ones that like just sit there, because the the skulls for the the balance board, the hand size, the landing the landing points, they all just sit on top. They just sit there, but and they're fine. Like they're nice. Like they're different shaped cardboard. They're not the circle, so they're easy to get in the box. The the box the game did not come with enough baggies, which. I find usually annoying. I mean, I have thousands of baggies, so it doesn't matter. But like you, who's going to mix, you know, all the tokens back into one bag? Like, just give us three bags. You don't, you don't need many. Give us five bags. Each player gets their own bag and all their own color tokens. And you just grab that token. You, you grab the yellow board. bag. And then that's how you build your player board. Cause it has every piece you need. Instead of one bag for everything. There's, a lot of pieces in that one bag so it's like come on i mean i have like i said i buy bag by the thousands off of amazon so i have like six different sizes i can choose from to do it myself but it's like ten thousand for a dollar yeah but like they could also just include those a lot of games do it feels like they get really close this game that went on the on the low side like they gave you like five bags total and you're like you I, need to get too many 
or you get like weirdly like one short like why did i get 10 when i needed 11 like what did they put what did they plan to put together that i didn't and like why am i one bag short <laughs> but yeah or you get extra but yeah this game went on the small side i think you only get four and like this, I think it was Spirit Island that I got too many. Yeah, Spirit Island, you had so many. I was just like, I don't know. Do I thought you actually, because like you opened it up before we got there the first time we played it, and I assumed that you just had some out from like your collection of bags. Nope. Because <laughs> I have weird collection of bags all over. Like I have the ones I bought, and then I have like the extra ones from like Marvel. I'm like, oh, this is a nice bag. I don't oh, need really? it. So like I just have a stack of bags <laughs> behind us where we record. I throw a lot of those ones away. I, I just hold on to them because I'm a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video the other day. It was a TikTok video. And it was like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you don't need your PlayStation 5 box anymore. Just throw it away. <laughs> Maybe. And uh, we'll see. Going back to Skate World. Skate Summer. Skates. Man, I even said. You, I thought you, the weird pause that you did, I thought you were trying to say it wrong. <laughs> I, I was trying to say it right. I even said skate and not skater. Yeah. I was like, skate, summer. Skate World was our old, you probably didn't even live here. That was our old, like, roller rink. No, yeah. By the bowling here. alley. It was called Skate World, I'm pretty sure. Copyright. That's why they couldn't do it. Yeah, probably. That, <laughs> that one skate oh, place man. in Traverse City had the copyright of it. So, Pandasaurus Games, who. <laughs> is a huge board game uh publisher for sure they have a, so many games out there i haven't played any of them yeah you have other than this yeah what else have i played i'm just trying to th i'm gonna look it up real quick oh, okay I forget. okay <laughs> machi koro is them so you played that mind is them which you've also played mind. really they, they did mind yeah hmm. um dinosaur dinosaur island is them that mean dinosaur world is it doesn't look like dinosaur world's on their list but machi no. machi koro is theirs i guess i just never really they associate that company yeah they have a lot of games out uh i bought that time you killed me that's theirs i didn't love it i have i need to play it again but is that the picture game no that's picture perfect which i think also might be theirs you said you didn't like that game. Picture Perfect was was fine, but yeah, Easy. the time you killed me wasn't awesome. Like I, w I wish that was better. And I'll play it again because we've only, I played it twice I think, and it wasn't it wasn't perfect. It was like a weird 3D version of chess. How hard is it to get this game now? Uh, pretty easy. I mean, I don't think I've seen it in stores yet. Pandasaurus. I mean, you can get their games from this their site. From their site but you also like a lot of these games are at you know board game stores and targets and stuff so like yep. panasaurus is a pretty big publisher like machi koro has like a target exclusive yep they so have you, the big box don't they it's uh it's a whole new like a nighttime she go maybe it's just very similar yeah i know there's a i know there's a special they like team up with a lot of a lot of thing a lot of other companies too their website is a little hard to traverse yeah, go through and like actually see like it has all like their popular games right now. But I'm like trying to like see a list of everything. I feel like who makes Pandemic? Oh my gosh, I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> so yeah, I just I as I was looking through their website, which is a little hard to look through, especially while you know recording. And sure, it's probably fine if you're not multitasking. Uh, they do make Dino Island, which we have not played, but no. they have Dino World, which we have played and we enjoy that one quite a bit. I I love Dino World. I thought it was fantastic and hard. It, yeah. 
That is one of the most complicated worker placement games I've ever played, and I loved it. But going to Dino World, their board is the is the example we're kind of talking yeah, about. Yeah, their board is one of those ones that have all the nice little placements for all your stuff. Why couldn't they do it for this? Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, could be because of this is made for you. This might be a younger Family. audience, potentially. And maybe Dino Island is more like this one. Because we haven't played that. Dino Island is for that younger audience than Dino World. Um, and we say Dino because I don't feel like saying dinosaur. But <laughs> Dinosaur World and Dinosaur Island. Dino World. I remember we had... What's uh, the ages for this? Uh, for this one? Um, this is... Let me just scroll up. Where's your box? 14 plus. Re okay, wait a minute. <laughs> This is not a 14 plus. Community game. says 10 plus. At, that's more accurate. This yeah. is not a hard game. No. Yeah, I feel like 10. I don't know. I have a bad judge of like what kids should be. Like my nephew just turned five and I'm like, he just turned five. Like I feel like he's like 12. Like because he's like sassy and smart and like, but he's only five. So like I have a really bad judge of like how old people are. I'm like trying to think of like. Other nephew. High school. Fourteen seems high. Like I feel like twelve. Like if I was gonna guess, I would have said twelve. Plus. I would. I would try it with kids. Yeah. This is a really good. I don't think I would play it with like little kids. No, there's too many pieces. Too yeah. Too many like missing like Moving little parts pieces. and stuff. But yeah, I think twelve would be pretty reasonable. But yeah, fourteen seems a little high. What's uh? We're moving along, because I think we're doing pretty good on time. Yep. Let's, uh, what are some of your final thoughts and, uh, rating for this? So I, I obviously kickstarted this. I was super excited for it. I saw it. I didn't know much about it. I watched like a few little videos about it when it was on Kickstarter. All right. Instantly got it. <laughs> I had high hopes for it and it lived up to them. Like I, I, I was nervous that I wasn't going to like it. And maybe cause I like, I, Panasaurus games, like we said, they have a bunch of great games. I had a few of theirs. That I, like, I played The Time You Killed Me before I played this, and I was like, ah, this is Panasaurus games. I don't love everything about this. And I was like, I think I think my high hopes for this is going to kind of make this game not what I want it to be. This is not Tony Hawk Pro Skater. This is not the American Wasteland where you had to like learn to be your own pro skater yourself and build your character. But this, it really lived, I mean, there was, there's some tweaks here and there, but like overall, like I'm really happy with this game. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. There, the, everything about it, we talked about the components. I feel like everything is made well, some stuff that we would change, but for the most part, like none of it needs to get changed. I really like this game. Um, I, I love the coloring and the art of it too. How's so, it work for like your color blindness? Is it different enough? Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. Like, it's hard to see, like, in the movement phase, which isn't super important. In like, fairness, it's hard for me. Yeah, the <laughs> the map is very busy because they have a lot of detail in it. So, like, I wish it was a little easier to see the blue, red, and the yellow. Like, they're in a white box in the hexagon, but like, they're hard to like point out. Like, sitting right here, like, I couldn't tell you which three I need to move up three. Like, I would have to like move to the board. Yeah. So, like, I wish that was a little easier to see. But other than that, like, I don't think there's any issues with it. The cards are super easy to tell apart. Like, I'm not... The cards are totally fine. Awesome. But, yeah, the 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 movement phase is hard. But I think it's just because it's a really busy map. And, like, the, the little icons are pretty small. 
and like they could have just made the whole hexagon blue like a shade of blue or something i guess not like not blue but like because you i love the artwork behind it but if they did like a transparent blue over the whole hexagon mm, like that could have helped but i i really like it and i obviously like i said i kickstarted it i own it but it's a it's an on the shelf for sure i think maybe a in your closet like maybe not every person in your party i have not played this one player yet um i will there is a one player option if the one player is you know just as fun as it is playing with two people like i would definitely say this is a must own for everyone um but for me i i, I still put it on the shelf i think it's a must own how about you what are you uh what are you thinking so you do not own it so i i'm conflicted because I I've you know I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 on the GameCube was pretty much like my last Tony Hawk and I loved it. Oh, you need to play the new. They redid 1 know, and 2. I know they remade it. They were so it. good. <laughs> but well, that's they have a special to completely interrupt you. They have a promo pack of special tricks on their website now. But like it's DLC. It's $8 and you only get 3 tricks. That seems it's a lot steep. of money three tricks yeah like I, I don't think i'd want like 20 tricks because like that'd be like there's already a lot of cards that we never even used but like three for eight bucks seems kind of steep but never mind continue on <laughs> uh, if i if i judge this just as a game and you know it's what i'm doing it's fantastic i think this is a, a this is the prime example and i keep t i keep telling this outside of the podcast this is the best push your luck mechanic I've seen. It's and the most like we've played fun. some good push your luck mechanics, it was but fun. And maybe it's looks like we both had that Tony Hawk pass, so like we enjoyed that theme. But it's so fun. Like it's a fun push your luck. There's good push your lucks out there, and this is definitely one of them. I I, I mean this that'd is be the its most own fun episode by luck. itself. But the push your luck in this is so good because there's no. There's a negative, but it doesn't break the game. Yeah. Like you're not like, oh well, sucks to suck. No, it's it's oh you 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 tripped. You still did a bunch of tricks and you still get, you know, a bonus. You still get to move and do all the stuff and score. Yeah. It's not gonna destroy you. Yeah, if you fail once in a lot of pushy luck games, you like you pretty much are out. It's like hindering. You have to really hope someone else then fails. And in this, you can bail and you can fail your trick and you don't feel like you are out of the game like i don't need like if you fail also it's, it's gonna be better for me obviously but like but even no. if you land all your tricks i could still win even though i failed yeah so I, that's it, and that's what makes it fun is the push your luck is yes you can push your luck yeah and go for another one but <laughs> i like you get to choose the land yep i like that if you bail it's okay yeah you still get some of your points and there's stuff no, you just don't get as much like there's I, nothing in this that's also like hurt your opponent yeah there's no real negative for going first uh, i mean no, not going first yeah i mean you get to roll the roll the the dice. dice wow but like <laughs> yeah it it's not like oh i did a blue trick you can't do a blue trick or it it's so balanced if I had to sit here and really think about the game, which we kind of did beforehand, we've talked a bunch about it. I don't think I would change anything. Other than aesthetic, which yeah. is amazing. Gameplay wise, I think it's great. Yeah. I think the movement, the scoring, 
everything about it's really awesome. I would just change some of the way some looks, which is a great thing to say about a game. Because the second edition, they could just make it look prettier. Or not prettier, but make the board a little bit more organized. Yeah, they could do a pretty easy, like, second version of it by just making and making, making the board a little, a little bit easier to use. I would love, I mean, like I said, there's a promo pack and get some special tricks. I think it'd be a really easy expansion, which wouldn't be needed by any means. But give us, maybe give us more skaters in this expansion. Not that I need more skaters, but give us, oh, like give us five more skaters and have those those skaters start with bonus. A, a bonus point or maybe they start with a special trick or something or maybe on like turn two after you land two tricks you draw a special trick or something i mean that'd be a good way to expand i think it'd be a good way to expand it without changing the game too much and that could just be a straight up rule for i mean if we did it that way like after you land your second trick draw a bonus trick like it, they could have bonus a special trick for that certain skater. Like okay, yeah, Tony Hawk has the nine hundred. Everyone knows that from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. But like anyone could have done in Tony Hawk Pro Skater, anyone could do the nine hundred. You could you could add it to your special, but you had to like do certain things before you unlocked it or whatever. So I wish there was like after you land your second trick, grab a special trick from the deck or something. Start with not like crazy, but like people are better at street or rail or ramps so like have the blue skater start with a bonus point on ramp and have the yellow skater start with a bonus point on rails just to like give it a little bit of a because like there's two sides of people yeah but there's no other than a monster like it doesn't matter who you are it just makes it look different yeah so like have it be that you know each side starts with something different but like nothing crazy like you're not going to start with like a five or anything on something it I rate this game very highly. Yeah. I think as a board game, it is very fun. Like I said, we're going to play it a li literally right after this. I do recommend it very highly. If you like skateboarding in board games, oh, I get it. The problem I have is you own it, and I don't see myself going out to buy it because I'll just play it with you. Yeah. I don't think I'd actually play it with some of my other friends because they're not really into skateboarding. It's, it's a hard one on my mind. Okay. I definitely think it's a leave it on the shelf or let your friend buy it, which is unfortunately spaced out kind of weird in our... Yeah, so on your shelf is the second. That's the must-own. Yeah. And then in your closet or basement, which I think is the one you're leaning towards, I, which I is like a, I would go in situational the or yeah. themed, and then let your friend buy it which, is the yeah. next one down. So you're kind I, of in between. I would go in the middle. The closet or basement yeah. or let your friend buy it. Which I, I can totally get. Cause I, I, I think that this is a fantastic game. Yeah. But you own it. Yeah. If I owned it, I would not have any problems. I think it's a great game. That's why I'm going to rate it right there in that middle where I think that if you own it, you're going to have a great time. Yep. If your friend own it, that's even better <laughs> for yeah. me because I don't yeah. buy it. <laughs> it's crazy because like this is not nearly as highly rated or even as known as like and i know we're going to talk about it in the future week but spirit island like you own spirit island yep <laughs> fantastic game i don't know if i need to buy it not that that's going to be my ranking for that game by any means but like i'm gonna i'm not gonna play spirit island with my wife and our other like friends no, that we play board games with it's, it's like i don't need, harder game i don't need to have that one and because you have it kind of thing but yeah i totally get it I, I, I really enjoy it. I think this is a fantastic game. Pandasaurus does have a history of doing expansions and 
new versions like the Machi Koro 2, yeah. Machi Koro After Dark or whatever they call the night one. So like they and they have like three or four expansions for Dinosaur World and they have Dinosaur Island expansions. They already have expansions for they Dinosaur have, World? Yeah, so I was I was just I was just looking at because we were talking about it last week or something. They're like That game's like brand new. Well, they're like animal packs it looks oh, like is what i was seeing gotcha so like there's like water dinosaurs i don't know like i didn't click into them sure okay but dinosaur world add-on pack and it has ice age pack water pack hybrid pack just adds okay different i think ones. it's just adding different dinosaurs they're i mean they're 30 bucks and 20 depending on which one you get i don't so okay. that's its own conversation i'm not sure what they include they're not just dinosaur cards for 30 bucks they must be more than or just that tiles or little yeah figures. and but yeah dinosaur island has you know some pretty big expansions the one that we saw not too long ago that looks really awesome. cool <laughs> it looks like this so it yeah. was like rad that cool like artwork and stuff so they they have a lot of games that they do expansions for so i i really would love to see that they do stuff with this one this is brand new it's, this is yeah this is new it is available on their site so i i doesn't look like it's back ordered or anything so you could buy it today but yeah i haven't seen it locally anywhere but i'm sure it'll eventually hit i mean they have a lot of games out that haven't seen target shelves but like i would assume that a but lot like of just recently in the last several months we saw dino dinosaur world and dinosaur island yeah so it's just gonna take time yeah yeah this is this is new this was 2022 so this is a, this is a new game for sure it's uh, great but yeah highly recommend it um i think it's solid if you have a chance to play it for sure play it um if you buy it i don't think you'll be disappointed by any means so i like when little hidden finds like this i know it's not hidden yeah i like when little things like this it definitely i mean panasaurus doesn't really advertise a lot of their games like i feel like they have some pretty big games and like you don't really know about them but like they have some of the some highly rated games for sure and their icon their logo is really kind of just it's a, you know it's a pandasaurus it's a dinosaur so it's really easy it stands out it's big orange thing so it's really easy to see it um but yeah i i like their stuff and i like their style usually too i haven't played one of their newer games it's called nacho pile it's like a bag of chips like it looks like a bag of nacho chips uh, and it's supposed to be really fun like people talk about it and it's like a stacking i think it's like a stacking game i don't know don't don't quote me but apparently people like it and it's cheap it's like a 15 20 game and i've seen i have seen that out and about at, that's all i have yeah that's it you can find our page on instagram at instagram.com slash where is the rulebook or email us at where is the rulebook at gmail.com and don't forget to like or subscribe on however you're listening to us today give us any sort of ranking any words in there help us so for today's question because neither one of us are skaters by any means um, we're just going to go with tell us what your favorite tony hawk pro skater game was or tell us what you had for lunch or dinner i don't care joe doesn't care we're going to look at them we're going to laugh but if you put something in there, it helps us in the rankings so other people find us. Uh, and like I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, this episode and all of season two will be sponsored by Lantern Games, a local game store in Traverse City, Michigan. They do have an amazing website. They do ship uh, for lantern.games is their website, which is super cool. It's not a .com. I think it's really cool. It's a .games. Also from their website or if you go into the store, if you use the discount code RULEBOOK, 
you will receive 10% off, and that includes online purchases or, like I said, in-store purchases. So you can check out their website. You can uh, get a game sent to you or some magic cards or whatever else you might be looking for, and you get to save 10% by using the discount code RULEBOOK. Uh, but I think all of these games that we've talked about, all the games that we're going to talk about, are owned by either Joe or myself or, in many cases, both of us. Uh, so they're not sponsored game reviews or anything. And last but not least, huge shout out to John Ransom for making our theme song. And if you liked our theme song as much as we both do, check out Jack Pine uh, for more music where John is slapping bass for them. Um, and check out their newest album, Embers, on Spotify streaming today. Thanks for playing.